I'm Katie Atwell, co-host of the Edugals podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Hey, welcome back. Steve here. And today I'm talking with Jean Bowden. She is the digital learning specialist and media specialist liaison for Whitfield County Schools in Georgia. We're focused on podcasts, you know, what we've learned and and uh, encouraging others to begin their own, like uh, you, for example. When are you going to start yours? Hmm? <laughs> so much to learn today. Thanks for listening. Oh, by the way, it'd be so cool if you went to my website, stephenmaletto.com slash reviews and left a review for me could you do that that'd be so awesome thanks so much enjoy the show hey do you like awesome rings do you need a ring to replace one that you lost ages ago or do you need a new wedding band because yours is no longer fixable well (laughs) i have this cool sponsor boone titanium rings they can be found at boonrings.com they make their rings from titanium and you can get the rings carved engraved inlaid laser cut There's even special collections like the Hunter Series or the Gamer Rings or the Black Zirconium. Very cool. They have models that have meteorite, wood, or other inlays. Check out BoonRings.com. And at checkout, use the code for my podcast. It's capital T, capital L, capital L, capital K, and the number 12. T-L-L-K-12. And you will get 10% off the total. And you will help this podcast out. Thanks so much. I love my ring. And I know you will love yours. It's the education podcast, your favorite show, with lots of groovy guests and they share what they know. So crank it up to 10 and let your neighbors know that here's another show with Dr. Steve Miletto. Teaching, learning, leading, K-12. Teaching, learning, leading, K-12. Teaching, learning, leading, K-12. With Dotsty Maletto. Hey everyone, welcome back to Teaching, Learning, Leading K twelve. Uh, I'm your host Steve, and uh, we got a neat, uh, neat episode today. I'm talking with a, another educator. We've known each other for a while, but uh, been uh, across podcasts and uh, been across the, the state of Georgia and so forth. And uh, now we pretty much almost work in the backyard of each other, which is really cool. And so let me introduce you to. Jeanne Bowden, who is the Digital Learning Specialist and Media Specialist Liaison for Whitfield County, Georgia. Say hi to everybody. Hey, everybody. It's well, good to be here. Oh, it's glad. Um, it's great to have you here, uh, Jeanne. And uh, um, we've got, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about podcasts today. And uh, what's neat is that you, you reached out to me. We we're talking about, you know, I'm a, in my work world, I do, um, I'm a RISA director. And uh, I mean, you're talking about, uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about podcasts. And so it's like, okay, let's do this as a, let's a, do a podcast about podcasting. Yes, exactly. So this will be cool. So uh, with, with that being said, um, what I'd like to do uh, first is uh, you have a, um, interest in podcasting. I have an interest in podcasting. Some people hear that word and their eyes glass over and they're like, what are you talking about? So what are we talking, what, what are we talking about here? Let's talk about what a podcast is and isn't. So I just did a, a session for our key leaders and I went way back to the days of radio. And I said, you know, if you go back and watch the Waltons, you know, everybody gathered around the old, you know, desktop radio. And we used to have radio shows and radio shows came on and and there were serials you know there were episodes and you listen to an episode and then the next week that episode built on another episode and so podcasts often build on each other or they're standalone episodes but it's just this encapsulated 
show where you hear about a topic. And so some of them are like audiobooks, some of them are standalone, but you're going to listen to, you're going to learn something when you, when you hear a podcast, or you're going to listen to a reflection about something. So um, they're, they're getting more and more popular. Podcasting had its day in the early 2000s, and then they kind of faded out, but they're back, and they're back with a vengeance. Oh, you're so right. I mean, you know, one of the things that's so cool is that, uh, you know, when I was a high school principal, I so wanted to, to start a podcast. I'd had a couple of uh, teachers who'd got me interested in them. And so I'd start listening and stuff like this. And I'm like, oh, I could do that. That'd be so cool. And then I, I started thinking, yeah, I'm a high school principal. That's all I need to do is say something that, <laughs> that's going to inflame some group or something. And so I, I uh, stopped that thought. And uh, But then I, my when my work world changed, I was like, now this is this is cool stuff, and it was you know when I first wanted to start a podcast because one of the the things that I like about podcasting is when it's lacking the orchestration of some big corporation or something like this. Instead, it's you know it's you know when I first started listening to podcasts, they literally were like you know two friends in a garage type thing, and. Uh, uh, you know, in recent times, there's been a lot of people getting involved that are doing stuff like, uh, oh, they got to hire a production manager and they got to hire a studio editor and they got to do this and they got to do that. And it's like, and so they're just the voice. It's like, uh, I don't know. That's not really what it's about. I mean, what do you think about that? Well, I think the way that podcasting started was more like, you know, a few people sitting around a table having coffee. And so I'm, I'm seeing that in the education world. The students and the teachers are enjoying this kind of, you know, banter. So that's what we're seeing in the education world is that students are finding out, hey, people want to hear my thoughts. And so that's what we're seeing in the schools, that, that students are finding that there's an audience that want to hear what they have to say. Oh, I love that. That's, uh, I think so too. It's, you know, it's one of those things that there's, there's people want to listen to them. You know, it's, it's like, uh, you got something that uh, you might want to talk about or discuss, you know, you can, there's going to be an audience for you out there. You know, when I first started looking at this, uh, uh, one of the things that I was like, well, how do I get started? I mean, how difficult is it? And, and so I, I went to my friend at YouTube type thing. And I, when I say that, I don't mean I had a friend at YouTube. I, YouTube is my friend. <laughs> we go there and you look up, start a podcast. And today, I think you're going to find a lot more information that's way more specific. And they take into consideration that you don't have $5,000 to spend or something like this. Whereas when I first started doing this, I started looking up and there are a lot of people that sell you a lot of equipment. But that's not what I, I'm like, it's, I'm like, I don't need to listen to you guys. That's not what I need. I mean, so tell, tell me a little bit about what you found out about what you need to start a podcast. We have really good friends at Spotify, so we found out that uh, it's pretty quick and easy um, because they have um, they have recently decided they want to help students. Um, there's uh, Spotify for EDU has reached out, and, and there's a there's a product called Soundtrap, and students can get into Soundtrap and hit record and and build out their own intros, outros. Um, Soundtrap has been used for music students for a long time, but now with podcasting, they can build an intro, outro, do voiceovers, fade ins, fade outs, and then um, Anchor FM is has also been acquired by Spotify, so they can feed out their Anchor FM, and voila, you have a podcast. So cool because it's it it's so accessible now. I mean, when it, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a radio DJ, and it's it was one of those things. I carried around a little tape recorder with me, and I was imitating them. I record some music off the radio, and then I would do my own version 
of uh, what the DJ was doing and stuff like this, you know, and, hey, welcome to WROD and 1360 on your AM dial or something like that, you know, and, and uh, you know, and it's like uh, um, now I can have my own radio show. I may not be on a radio station, but, I mean, all I got to do is have a place where I upload it and, boom, put it out there, and I've got my very own radio show. I'm, I can be my own editor, my own uh, talent agent, <laughs> I mean, all, all the above, as well as equipment manager, too. Uh, you know, one of the things I learned long ago was that when I first started was that, you know, really all I needed was a portable recorder and then a way to, uh, once I took that to edit it, um, t- take that file and just edit it, and then I could upload it into a podcast host. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I started off with, because there were a couple companies that had free podcast hosting. I learned something very valuable about that, by the way, is that the free only lasts so long once people start listening. Because <laughs> once you start getting an audience and they start downloading it, then the company comes to you and says, well, you know, remember that free thing? Well, now you got too many listeners. So now we're going to go up a couple categories. And, you know, it's, uh, it, that's an interesting thing in itself. But one of the things that I learned right off the bat was uh, a little small recorder, your phone. I mean, just you could start that simple. Eventually, I grew from that into a little bit better i had a i took my laptop and and plugged in a, a usb uh, mic that i got for 49 dollars, and uh then that worked pretty good and that coupled with zoom and uh and by the way in the beginning i started off with uh, um skype and uh um, skype had some issues although it worked really well kind of um my favorite thing was that people in my age bracket uh, were really embarrassing because a lot of times they go what do i do with this thing how do i make skype work you know and you're like oh come on <laughs> but uh the pandemic fixed all that right it sure did uh i i started using zoom before the pandemic because of a guest who said you know because we were having some troubles with the skype feed and he said uh, have you ever used zoom and i said no and so i learned how to use zoom about a year and a half before the pandemic and next next thing i know is once the pandemic happened Everybody suddenly started understanding how what Zoom was and what that little link was all about, and yeah, it was pretty cool. So, but uh, so what do you you know when we when we talk about all this stuff type of stuff? I mean, when you talk talk about the equipment, what if, what type stuff have you learned about the equipment and things? Like you're talking about with Spotify and doing that. What do you, what do you what do you guys use? Well, when we um, a couple of years ago. Um, our district was approached by Amanda Triplett over at Dalton City Schools, and she wanted to have a meeting. And she had approached um, our superintendent, who had just just come into come into his position, and he asked me to take that meeting. And she had a sheet where they were doing a, a program called Speak Up Whitfield. And she said, we have some students doing this. And she said, it's really easy. And she showed me, you know, kind of the equipment they were using. And I was, I had not done it that way. I mean, I had, I had done podcasting like in 06, 07 when I was a computer lab teacher. And they had Sony handheld recorders. And they were using, you know, they were just plugging them straight in like you used to those old flip cameras, you know. Yeah. And, and it would download things. And I was really green about all of it. But she patiently explained but she sold me on podcasting with the the academic benefits and so um she wrote a grant and won uh i forget the amount but the the georgia educational uh 
Technology Consortium Conference awarded her a, a sum of money, and she was generous enough to share that money under Speak Up Whitfield. She named it Speak Up Whitfield. She wanted every student in Whitfield County, including Dalton City, to have access to that money to be allowed to podcast or be encouraged to podcast. So she opened that opportunity up to both Whitfield County school students and Dalton City school students so that everybody could participate. And that started Speak Up Whitfield as a, you know, dual system project. In May last year, we had students from both systems who were brought on stage at, um, at the Wink Theater and were, were awarded awards and their podcasts were played for the city, for the county. And, we got to see where they'd use those little Sony held hand, handheld computers and their podcasts were played for people. It was, it was a beautiful moment. So yeah, just little pieces of equipment turned into these podcasts. Some of them went on to NPR and were able to, to compete. NPR in Chattanooga got involved. It, it just ended up being this little idea that the kids took and just ran with it. Um, so the movement continues to grow. It's just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. That's so cool. I mean, it's like, you know, one of the things I was talking about before is that access continues to change. I mean, if you want to do a podcast, you just have to say, I want to do a podcast and then, you know, do it. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, that's the toughest part about it, by the way. I mean, there's still all this, you know, data that pretty much says that unless they do, if they can get past seven to 10 episodes, then they have a likelihood of making at least a few more. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, whereas a lot of them, they, they don't realize that it's work. And so it, what ends up happening is, you know, yeah. And they have a name for it, like pod fading, you know, it's just like, it's going to, it becomes too much work. So eventually you, you skip doing it, you skip doing it pretty soon. It's not doing it at all. <laughs> and right. it's, and it's crazy because it's it's really a fairly simple process. You just got to have a little bit of a commitment to make it happen. So, um, so when you, it's neat that you've been associated with these programs that are trying to get kids to do it and all that sort of stuff. I mean, so the kids want to do it. The pushback that we see is that the teachers feel like it's not work until they let the kids do it, and then they see how much work they're willing to put into it. So what we found is that teachers don't realize how much work is involved in doing a podcast. A podcast involves the entire writing process. You have to plan, you have to research, you have to edit, you have to go out and use those speaking and listening skills. You have to record it. You have to listen back to it. You you know, there's so much involved. There's so much more work that goes into a podcast than a five paragraph essay. And so once a teacher is brave enough to allow this, they're sold. But it's that pushback you know, the teachers out of their comfort zone, but most of our teachers who have allowed students to do it really jump in with both feet then because they see that the students really are engaged. And, you know, it's like pulling teeth to get a kid to write a five paragraph essay, but they'll jump into podcasting. So we're seeing more and more teachers, you know, be willing to try it. And like anything else, you know, things like this take time, but the ones that are willing to do it, you know, it's starting to catch on. And, and, you know, every two or three months, some people go, well, we'll try it, you know, and then, it's it's growing it's growing organically and it's fun to watch it's so cool because you know it's if you want to see kids get engaged you know it's kind of like uh, um if you want to see s- something that will make people pay attention to it that's put a piano or a keyboard in the middle of a room where they have time to just sit around for a few minutes and 
in all likelihood is somebody's going to end up, whether they play the piano or the keyboard or not, doesn't matter. They're going to be over there <laughs> knocking around the keys. Well, it's the same thing with microphones. All you got to do is set up a couple microphones, and the next thing you know is you got somebody who's going to be running their own show, <laughs> and you're going, I like this idea. Let's go ahead and start recording, you know, but I, it's, it's, it's so cool. And I think that, you know, when I, I talk to colleagues, it's like, uh, um, it's not so much, uh, so what, why did I do a podcast? It's like, when are you going to do your podcast? <laughs> mm-hmm. I like say things like that. So mm-hmm. <laughs> good stuff. So tell me about, uh, uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about uh, lessons we've learned. Cause I have learned a lot of lessons over the last uh, bunch of years. I, um, I started my podcast in 2013 and so we'll come back to that. So, but talk about something that you've learned about podcasting. Oh goodness. Um, well, I'm, all of three episodes in. So um, the first thing I learned is to not try to get a lot of footage on a lot of different machines. You know, I have a couple handheld recorders um, and not to let people talk over each other, you know, to get clean sound bites. That's, that's, that was a big thing. I, I had to, I sent somebody out to do an interview and her questions were bleeding over the answers and that's really hard to clean up. Um, Soundtrap has a really cool feature where they have an interactive transcript. So you go into the transcript and cut out the words on the transcript and it does the editing for you. So that's kind of nifty. But um, I learn something every time, just like with singing or playing the piano. You know, you oh, I won't do that again. But uh, it's after you publish the podcast and listen to it two or three times, you're like, yeah, I need to not do that again. I love that. I mean, it's it's interesting how far it's come because, I mean, just to have something where you can identify the words to eliminate and it would cut it in the right area because I do my own editing Mm -hmm. and I use a a freeware called audacity Mm -hmm. and I'm so thankful for that, that freeware because it's, you know, there's lots of stuff that I still don't know about it, but it's, it's also, there's an, there's a way to it that's easy to learn. And because some of the other ones that you pay for, there's some complications to them that you're like, Oh, I just want to, I just want to go in and, you know, edit this and do that. And, and, uh, but anyway, so I use audacity and, you know, one of the things I've learned is like, you know, one of the things you're talking about is if you have to, you know, s- someone said something, you need to cut it out because they decided they want to say it better than how they said it. Cause I tell people I edit, you know, I, I said, you know, fine, I can edit this. And, uh, so I tell them, if you decide that you want to do it again, do it again, just say stop and then start again. Well, sometimes what will happen is they'll stop, but they won't tell you when they're getting ready to start. And so they'll kind of be kind of talking, 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 but not ready to be recorded. And then they'll start. And you're like, oh, come on. (laughs) Now i got to figure out how to make that separate it, but you don't want to stop them because they're on a roll. Um, So that's interesting. I, you know, one of the things I learned along the way was I do, uh, I typically create ahead of time a, what I call guiding questions. And I did that um, because way back when I thought, I'll just do this. Well, when I first began, I, I created a script. And, uh, I realized I sounded like I was reading a script. <laughs> like, I can't do that. This has got to be bad. But I realized I, I came to this understanding though, that I probably need to create these things I call guiding questions because the following happened to me a couple of times in the early days, um, where I would be in, interviewing somebody. I created a couple topics. I didn't, I wasn't very specific. I said, let's, let's just, let's talk about this and this and this. And they're like, Okay. Well, what happened was that they talked about this, this, and this, and we were done in maybe eight minutes. <laughs> and I went, what? That's, no, 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 no. I wanted this to be a lively talk. And so I created 
guiding questions, which normally have about 12 in there. And I, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll ask questions based upon what the guest says and stuff like this. I had some of those in there, but my goal is to make them look good, not to attack what they're saying or to, because I've heard some podcasters do things like that, that at some point they're going to argue with you or something like this. I'm like, nah, that's not what I do. And so this sometimes makes them comfortable and stuff. And the guiding questions work nice. So that's one of the big learning things that I've had. What what else what, what else you got going there? What do you, what do you think about trying to, I mean, in, in lessons that you're learning, um, what's going to help you try and help teachers see the importance of this? I don't know. I think once, one of the things that shocked me last year at Speak Up Whitfield at the award ceremony, um, it was in May. It was at the end of the year. Everybody's tired. And, you know, I remember walking in going, I'm tired. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't, I wasn't prepared for the emotional impact that ceremony was going to have on me. And I sat there and, you know, kids have big thoughts. Young kids have big thoughts. And to hear middle schoolers, one story that they played was, uh, one podcast episode was, was a middle schooler had interviewed a teacher who was going through a divorce. And she said, what was it like coming to school, going through your divorce? And the teacher was saying, you know, I have to come to school and be on no matter what's going on. I have to come to school and, and be animated and get you engaged no matter what's going on and pretend that I'm okay. And the student grew up in that moment. She said that was her, her bite was that, you know, I realized that teachers make sacrifices so that I can have an education and just sitting there and thinking that students reflect that way. You know, we think that kids don't care what we do. We think that kids, you know, we're going to go, I'm going to go pour my heart out as a teacher and they don't care. And we forget that they have feelings for us too, just like we give to them. And sometimes when you've taught for a long time, you think that you're the martyr and you pour yourself out and these kids are ungrateful. And just to hear that they, they really do, their education means something to them. I wanted every teacher to hear that that night because it was May and we were all tired. And I thought every, every teacher should have heard that soundbite because it meant a lot to me to think that teachers, you know, the students care about us too. So there are big thoughts out there and, and it's, it's, we need to hear from students more. Um, just yesterday I was in a classroom with fourth graders and I had a lesson plan. I was in to teach and uh, they needed to talk. They just needed to talk. And I put down my lesson plan and let those fourth graders just talk because for whatever reason, they needed to just talk. And, and I remember thinking, you didn't have adults to listen to you today. And so we scrapped the lesson plan, and I just let them talk. And I thought, adults need to be available a little bit more to kids. So podcasting is a way to let kids have a voice. That is so cool because it, it really is. I mean, and not only to have a voice, but, you know, you can go beyond the school walls. And, uh, you know, it's uh, – it's one of those things where you, you could just literally create, thanks to the availability of being able to upload that uh, that file to a podcast platform, you could end up uh, talking to people all over the world. I mean, one of the one of the things, and and first of all, I got to f- in finishing that thought. I mean, it's just like, uh, I mean, what a what a just a cool thing as a kid to know that you're talking with someone, and if you're you're talking about whatever that situation is that. Uh, that uh, you're expressing your feelings and they're talking about theirs or they're talking about the latest thing, uh, you know, play Pokemon or they play uh, magic or they, uh, 
or, or they're really into paintball or they're, or they're really into studying history or they're really into the community aspects of whatever's going on. And it's going everywhere. One of the cool things for me was when I realized this is neat. I have listeners in Australia and I have listeners in Canada and I have listeners in Vietnam. I have listeners in all Singapore, Taiwan. I have listeners all over the world. Mm-hmm. I have, uh, I've talked with people in France. I've talked with guests in England. I've talked with you know, guests in New Zealand and, and Australia and just different places. And wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to be able to do that with the kids, to be able to connect. I mean, what a fun, easy, not threatening and also fairly inexpensive way. I mean, I, you know, I was a former high school principal. I mean, I think I'd have a hard time not trying to figure out where I would get the money if a teacher came to me and said, you know, I want my class to be able to create a school-wide podcast that would, not a school-wide, but a worldwide podcast. Sure. Ooh, <laughs> nice expenditure of money right there because that would be awesome. And what standard would that not meet? I mean, yeah, <laughs> that makes them all. Love it. Yeah, that would be so cool because all you got to do, and, and this is a hint, hint to anybody who's listening here, you know, it's like, yeah, go ask because you know, maybe nobody's ever asked. Maybe they're like, wow, that would be a cool thing. You know, it's a, you know, when I was a, a, a young teacher, and I mean that in years of teaching, not just in my age, when I was back in the beginning of my career, um, I got to know a media specialist who, because I floated, I didn't have a classroom. And uh, she said, hey, I'll give you a place. And so she gave me a place to keep the stuff that needed to be safe during the day. And she gave me a a table to work at, and I got to know a couple other teachers that used the same area. And, and uh, um, But as a result of that, she helped me because I was the theater sponsor. And so she helped me figure out how to get that program started. Well, let's come up to modern day, and it's like, what a cool thing. Boy, I make myself sound like I'm really old, don't I? <laughs> um, yeah, I know. My kids are going, yes, you are, Dad. Anyway, um, but, you know, it's... What a cool thing, you know, because you hooked up with a media special. I bet they could help you create that first show and stuff. Media specials are very special people, just so you know. Nice, nice. Um, just a note, uh, I don't know if you noticed that in her title, on media specialist liaison. So we're <laughs> And I'm also a certified school library media specialist. So. <laughs> nice. So, uh, yeah, but yes, they're very special people, and they, they can help you as a teacher figure out how to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, what a cool thing. So... Um, you know, what else do you, what, what do you think is going to encourage a teacher? I mean, so if they can't, if they got a, if they got a principal that's going to say yes to the money or a media specialist who might say, Hey, I got some extra funds or, or, you know, that's, that's where you're not going to find a no. So you got to find. So if you want to be, if you want to be a read, if you want to be a writer, you should read. Right. Right. So if you want to be a podcaster, go listen to podcasts. Just hey. see what's popular. Get out there and listen to all kinds of podcasts and see what you like and who you connect with. And then find your voice. You know, experiment and see what you like. You don't have to publish until you feel the correct vein. And then when you, you find what you want, you know, start sending them out there. And and you can create classroom podcasts. You don't have to publish just because you made one. You know, our our elementary students often create podcasts that are just standalone. They publish inside the classroom. You don't you don't have to send it out to the world, but you can create a podcast that's just for your peers. Oh, I love that. You know, it's uh, it's it's funny because uh, as a kid, I collected comic books. I still do. <laughs> I still read. You know, and it's. Um, 
but it's uh and we used to gather and we'd trade and we'd read and look at each other's comics and stuff like this and and uh you know there's comic book podcasts out there today that would have been cool to have had when i was a kid i mean talk about connecting with them and talking about and listening to and uh, especially the ones that are about like this storyline or something like that so you can have somebody to talk to about it wow why'd they change his his costume that didn't make any sense <laughs> i taught a lesson yesterday about podcasting and i asked a group of students i was with i think it was fourth grade and i asked them i said what are three things that you could talk for three minutes about and they made lists and Every student had three things that they could talk three minutes about, and that's where we started. And then I said, what's your favorite? And they were all able to circle something. You know, and it was, I was amazed that, you know, one of the students is like, World War II. I'm like, can you really talk three minutes about World War II? Absolutely. You know, so it's, everybody has things they're passionate about. That's so cool. You know, one of the things that's really cool about what you just mentioned, uh, when you talk about a, a World War II, um, the, I'm a former history teacher, and uh, um podcasting one of the things that it's allowed me to do in a couple of ways is is become a uh, historian who's recording something that may be lost and for example i've talked with a couple of people who are getting up there in years about what it was like when they were children mm-hmm. and uh, uh, what it was like going to school and in, in one case it was uh, he was in world war ii and uh, talked about what the life was like and so forth like that and what a cool ability to talk with somebody and record their voice and uh, their thoughts and ideas. And so you're making history come alive, Mm -hmm. which you do with everything. Right. (laughs) So good stuff. I mean, uh, let's talk about some other lessons learned. You know, one of the things I, I discovered along the way is that when you, when you talk with guests, um, and like I, I told you, I like to make them, you know, my, my focus is that I'm trying to highlight what they're here for. I'm trying to highlight what they're talking about, what book they've written or what they do or something like this. Um, so one of the things I've I learned is that I need to let them have the last word. And so if you listen to my later podcast, I let them have the last word. I edit it so that, boom, whatever they say at the end, that's the end. And then I play my music and out we go. Wow. So I think that's kind of a neat thing to learn. Anything else that you started learning about? As, you, as you're doing the podcast? Is this going to be my last word? Now you put pressure on me. No, it's not going to be. Not okay. yet. I'll let okay. you know when that comes. <laughs> um, no, I mean, just making people feel comfortable and, 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 you know, kind of letting them know what they're going to talk about. I think you have to build a rapport with people so that they will talk. Um, understanding how to get people to talk. You know, people get scared when you put the recorder there. So, um but again, I'm three podcasts in, so I haven't done this nearly as much as you have. But we, one of the things that I did do when I started, I had this big, elaborate podcast planned out. And I have two titles, so I have two jobs. And I had to go back to Dr. Uten and go, you know, we had this really cool podcast planned, but I don't have enough hours in my day to do what we had planned. And so we did have to kind of adjust our expectations for it. So hopefully we'll get back to what we originally planned, which was we wanted to have a section called Wayback Whitfield because this is our 150th year. And we wanted to always have that Wayback Whitfield segment 
but I can't get to the way back people to get to that to, you know, I just can't fit that into my calendar. So we're hoping to have standalone way back Whitfield segments where we can reach out to people who used to work in our district, but that's not always possible because retired people are busy. You know, they just, they, they're out living life. And so um, we're hoping to, to get in touch with more people who have the history of Whitfield County and get more of those episodes. But uh, that's proven to be a little bit more difficult because they're out having fun and we're at work. <laughs> nice, nice. You know, that that's one of the, the cool things. And you mentioned this just before is that, you know, whatever your thoughts are, you know, you can create a top a topic for your podcast and, and go from there. Because like I know some colleagues who it's just them. They talk, their podcast is them talking about some subject that they've written about ahead of time, and then they sit on there and they talk. So there's a new um, initiative in Dalton for high school students called Run Your Mouth, and Amanda Triplett is also doing this with the Extension Service. Um, and it's for, I think, high school students that we, we signed up 25 people. I'm actually participating in it, too, just to, to learn. But we met together. We signed a contract. We're going to commit to doing 12 episodes this year. We had to come in the first night with a logo. We all have Run Your Mouth t-shirts. But we had to have a name for our podcast. We had to have the logo last week. This week, we're going to get headshots taken, and we're going to do our trailers. But one topic and 12 podcasts this year and it's it's going to be whatever we choose but that's a commitment to say that you know I've got my name I'm going to do my 12 podcasts but these are high school students middle I think maybe middle and high but a commitment to 12 podcasts that I'm going to tell my story in in 12 episodes so I'm, I'm excited to see how that that turns out but again committed people who are like I'm going to podcast it's pretty pretty exciting that's so cool that is that's so cool because that's what it is. You got to be committed to it, create a focus, and then just do it. It's good. If you come to downtown Dalton, be careful because you may have a podcast recorder put in your face. If you're at a coffee shop or a restaurant, don't be surprised. It's happened to me. You know, just somebody will come up and go, do you mind if I interview you for a podcast? And so, you know, I've, I've been recorded a couple of times by students, even, you know, not planned, just, you know, so it's funny. That's awesome. Well, it's a cool world that we got going on and uh, we got this uh, – this this good stuff called podcasting. And I got to tell you, um, teachers and administrators, if you haven't gotten involved in it, you need to. It's it's an easy easy way to get in, come up with your, your focus, and then, uh, um, you know, get those kids working on it too. And, uh, you know, before you know it, everybody have their own radio show in your school. I like that. <laughs> so, uh, Gian, I can't thank you enough for being here and joining me today. Um so like I'd like to have the guests have the last words. Anything you want to say before we go? Oh, goodness. Um, I don't know. I, I think, well, thanks for having me on, of course. But um, I don't know. I think that in education, when we, when we give, when, when we remember that, that we got into this because we care, and when we do authentic learning, when we provide students with authentic learning things, when we remind ourselves that they're people and not products. And when we let them express themselves and, and we remember that it's two-way com- conversations and it's communication, it keeps us energized too. And podcasting is a way to let us see into their souls and maybe let them see into ours. And that's what keeps us coming back. So it's something I'm pretty passionate about. Hey, you have been listening to Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12, a podcast to help you help kids achieve their dreams.
Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12 is a member of the Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators, podcasts by educators. Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12 is a member of the podcast network based in Canada called Voice Ed Radio. Voice Ed Radio, your voice is right here. The opinions expressed on Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12 are those of the guests and hosts. Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12 is intended to share ideas, advice, and suggestions. Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12 is produced for educational purposes. Hey, thanks for listening. It would be awesome if you visited my website at stephenmaletto.com and connected with me, left a review, and listened to more episodes. And by the way, you could also share it with your friends, with your family, and uh, your colleagues. Thanks so much. You're awesome.